Welcome. Welcome to episode 35 of the Death Cakes Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. This is uh, Sweet Fantasy. <laughs> Film number two. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, man, you did it with the song. Oh, yeah, I know. I opened a can of worms, but... That's what we're calling it. Yeah, yeah. But before we uh, get into today's movie, I just have to <laughs> touch back on uh, on our last movie, Beastmaster. And... Yeah, well, you talk about that. I'm going to crack open one of these. <laughs> Well, I, I just wanted to comment about how I completely ruined a video game experience for you. Well, um, I, I know that, you know, we're probably going to save your review of the game for I'm Mini the Fool. Mm-hmm. But I just have to say that the, the way I set it up and you just didn't notice until oh, I knocked that sucker out of the park, um, you were playing the Strider remake yes on a PS3 well nah or, I, I mean 360 yeah yeah so um this was what maybe maybe four or five days after we had recorded Beastmaster mm-hmm. and you were feeling the effects <laughs> we'll say still you, you're feeling that hurt still from uh from that movie and um, you were telling me about Strider, telling me how you, um, you know, how, how you like the gameplay and everything. And then I asked you, um, is the is the uh, eagle and and panther robot still in this game, like the original one was? And you were like, yeah, they're both in in there, but they do different stuff, right? And I waited. I waited a good five minutes, or maybe not five. I waited about three, four minutes, expecting you to catch what I was, <laughs> I was alluding to. Yeah, I totally didn't know where you were going, <laughs> but you didn't. So then I, I wrote back one word: S T R I, capital D, capital A, capital R, stride yeah. R, capital F, capital U, capital C, capital K, U. And, uh, and the thing about it is, you're lucky. Yeah, I told I told him this too. I told him he's lucky that I was already on the last boss and pretty much done with the game as I take out the last boss because he would have totally ruined that game for me. <laughs> yeah, because you, you know, came back. I was already done with it, but I'm like, dude, I, you're lucky. Yeah, you came back with this <laughs> text. Don't you dare turn in this this into Beastmaster. <laughs> yeah, like you do every other game, apparently. And, and then I asked. Then I asked, well, is that little suction cup robot thing still in the game? And, and he was, you, you said, uh, yeah, but he just, uh, he just using the unlock doors and stuff. He, he doesn't jump around and, and shoot lasers like he used to. And just set me up again. <laughs> I was like, so, uh, he unlocked doors like a, a couple of friendly, friendly ferrets. Yeah, I like to thank I like to thank Jay for um, showing up tonight. You know, he's actually out of town uh, on business, but uh, that's going to do it for this episode. Good night, everybody. 
Oh, man. So you can find us at Death Takes Pod on Twitter. My name is I'm at Il Rock Ski. Jay here at JRoo78. www.nojibajabafm.com and facebook.com slash nojibajabafm. Uh, that's where you can find us. Uh, see ya! No, no, no. We can't quit the show. You cannot quit the show. <laughs> we have to finish Fantasy Month. Yeah, we're going to finish this one with, uh, with, a, with a really uh, great movie here. This is... Um, now, I know the first time I saw this, this movie's from 1985, it's Red Sonja. If you listen to the last episode, we said we're going to talk about it, so there it is. Oh, be quiet, you arrogant, ungrateful pup. How dare you, woman? I'll show you how I dare. Uh, I didn't see it for the first time until 91. And I know it was 91, and I'll get into why I know that a little bit later. But uh, when's the first time you saw it? Um, I would probably say it was in the 86, 87 era, because we still had HBO then. And um, like, like I said, fantasy movies were everywhere, so it was always reruns of, of Conan and Beastmaster and Red Sony, huh? Um, yeah. Though I can say I didn't like the movie then, and I haven't watched the movie since because I can't stand it. <laughs> um, I ended up finding the movie on YouTube because apparently we were both spelling Sonya wrong. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, I did find it in its entirety on YouTube because the video file that I had wasn't working for whatever reason but that's what you get when you sail the high seas with your jolly roger flying um (laughs) but i watched this uh actually yesterday to get everything prepared for the show okay and i was five minutes in and i texted you and i was like i'm done (laughs) this is horrible uh i myself have seen this movie dozens of times I probably didn't need to watch it again, but I did a quick skim through actually just earlier today, just for uh, note, notes purposes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess we can uh, go ahead and get into it now. Um, the thing about it is, again, people, when I first saw this, um, actually Ghost, shout out to him, keep his other funk. I saw it for the first time with him over at our, our grandparents' house. Um just one afternoon ran across it he'd seen it before but uh me and my sister hadn't and uh then after that you know we just caught it i think a good like three or four more times in the span of that year <laughs> we've seen it again and then anytime it came on and we caught it we catch it now again this was uh channel 11 so network tv a lot of stuff that happens in this thing was cut out and uh yeah i'll get into that right here in a second but um also, um, well, there's, a, I guess the first time we saw it too, it was, we caught it right in the middle, like, mm, maybe just over, a, maybe just under a third of the way through. So there's some stuff I missed the first time I saw it, but then, you know, uh, seen it in its entirety since then, but again, it was on network TV. So certain things are missing like, uh, okay. So we begin get a crawl telling you who red sonya is why she's important you know what great 
that's awesome. You know what? I wish more movies just did that because, like, hey, you know, you know, whenever Spider Man, whenever it gets his uh, Marvel debut, you know what? I hope they do exactly that. Just a crawl. We don't need a Spider Man origin story again. Just, just tell us who Spider Man is and let's no. go. Movie start. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But uh, yeah, so we go in and we get this prologue, and it's this. You, you see Red Sonia, who is uh, played by uh, Bridget Nielsen. You guys might recognize her from uh, Rocky Four and a couple of the random. You know, honestly, she doesn't. She hasn't done a terrible. Uh, her her repertoire is not that huge. She hasn't done a whole lot of work. Well, she she was also in Beverly Hills Cop too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she's been in other stuff, but I mean, her rap sheet isn't as long as I thought it would have been. But no, not until uh, was that uh, Bridget Loves Slave or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Strange Love and uh, Surreal Life. Maybe there was something else after that. But uh, yeah, really until she was like a has-been on VH1, you know, yeah. she'd been gone. But uh, of course, she was married to Sylvester Stallone for a while. But that's another conversation. So yeah, Bridget Nielsen is Red Sonia. And it starts out, she's right there. You get like this little cartoon spirit of a woman telling her that uh, vengeance will be hers. And... It's about Queen Gedrin, who had wanted her for herself. <laughs> okay, just just, just 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 sit there and marinate on that for a second, because uh, I don't know what she—I don't know what they mean by that. I mean, they don't explain. They don't say, "Oh, you wanted you for your royal guards. You wanted you for—I I don't know." You just no, I'll, wanted her I'll, for tell herself. You, I'll tell you what it means. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what I thought it means, but I mean, <laughs> I'll tell no, because I, I actually looked it up because. Okay. Um, you know, Gedrin was, is supposed to be the evil queen, and right. it was the eighties. And I guess they were trying to the fi- filmmakers were trying to elude the fact that she was a lesbian, and lesbianism and you know, gay is evil and bad. See, see, and that's where I thought this was going, but again, they don't explain. So I'm like, okay, I'm sorry, my mind is going here, but I mean, what am I supposed to think? Yeah, no, they they did a worse job of explaining things than Beastmaster did. Oh, in a lot of ways, and actually, there's some stuff in here that we say explain, but you'll find out as it goes along that they were unnecessary, didn't make any sense, and uh, we'll get to that too. But anyway, so she says, and you didn't, you you rebuffed her advances, and so she burned your town, she murdered your family, and had had, had her soldiers have her way with you, and like, whoa, okay, I don't remember that, I don't remember seeing that. that yeah, really that's the thing. That's the thing. This movie starts out, and you almost think it's like a continuation of another movie, because well, it's, it's got this. But keep going. Yeah, it's got this cartoon ghost woman, and she's explaining all of this stuff, and then you get intercuts of seeing this stuff happen. Like they filmed all of that. They filmed Gedrin coming, and they filmed Sonya hitting Gedrin in the face with this like knife. And they show the rape, and they show the house being burned down. Yeah, they show it. It's like slightly off, you know, off camera. But I mean, you see it very well. You know, you know what's going on there. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Yo, I don't remember that. So I don't, <laughs> sure don't remember that. I don't know why. Unless there's an, an unedited cut somewhere that has all that stuff put in at the beginning. I don't know why they they would film all that stuff and then just decide, okay, we're not not going to use it. We're going to have this cartoon ghost like well, recap I'll, everything. Real quick. I'll, I'll tell you why, and uh, 
well first of all people i just also want to say sidebar here this is this is a goose island 312 it's the urban wheat ale it's uh pretty awesome it's yummy if you find some get yourself some (laughs) chicago what's up this is chicago beer really good stuff so yeah actually it's good beer yeah i love this beer um anyway so 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 we get that prologue and she says vengeance will be yours blah 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 etc so opening credits and well wait the one point i before we move on just because i have this written down sure the ghost says the vengeance will be yours and you have she says you have a strong sword hand and i'm gonna make it even stronger so then a, a cartoon ghost sword appears in the ghost woman's hand and she touches the tip to red sonia and then the ghost starts to fly away. The music starts to swell. Red Sonya starts raising her arms in the air. <laughs> yes, I, she like a I, I thought she, I thought she was going to break into song. <laughs> hey man, better <laughs> prologue if you had. I'd rather just sing. stop that. Stop that. You're not going into a song while I'm here. Like some hills are alive, the sound of music or something. Just the way it swelled as she was putting her arms up, and oh, but nothing, nothing. Credits, yeah, boom. So opening credits. Uh, first name you get showing up on the screen is Arnold Schwarzenegger, and it's like, what's going on? And then you see him riding in on a horse. It's Conan. He's reprising his role as Conan. And so that, Jay, is what you're talking about when you say that it's like a continuation of another movie. You know, there are two Conan movies and then here comes uh, Red Sonja. So this really is a continuation of some sort of uh, of Conan. So the whole opening credits is just Conan on the horse. And uh, then you get introducing Bridget Nielsen. Of course, this is her first movie role. Uh, one thing I broke down here, actually, <laughs> as I was just starting to write, I started writing my notes that this uh, music it sounds western and then right when I did that up on the screen music by Ennio Morricone <laughs> I was like okay well there's your answer right there <laughs> people who don't know that's uh that's like the godfather of uh you know spaghetti western music you yeah. know all those uh classic I mean, he, that, that's him so yeah use this too so yeah I you know yeah because the film was actually uh filmed in Italy too Yes. Where all those spaghetti westerns were. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this when you start after that, you start seeing names like Giuseppe and Giovanni up there, and Giancarlo, and so I'm like, okay, yeah, let's see where this is going. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so so you, you get you get that opening credits. Uh, you have it, it opens up after you hit this temple with these uh, priestesses. You don't know who they are, who, what they represent. That's very much not explained as uh, we just said there and they have this glowing green talisman with just like the shittiest of special effects and they say that uh, or you know they, they, they bring it out of the uh, case and then all of a sudden Gedrin comes in and attacks and she and her people they steal the talisman yeah now now this is another thing that's in my notes okay her main little henchman dude is the uh, he was the the Nazi spy uh, interrogator from Raiders of the Lost Ark, the one that got the uh, the talisman symbol burned in his hand at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. And he the 
the priestesses are having this like ritual thing to to get rid of the the uh, talisman. He is standing on top of the building, looking down in this like big sunroof that, that they have, and then like the head priestess who has on armor because they're they're like warrior priestesses. He she, she's wearing armor. It's a large metal, you know, breastplate, and it's got this really ornate raised like circle right in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, the the general guy in one of the weirdest fucking pseudo samurai <laughs> getups of he pulls out a throwing star. And the the blades of the throwing star are not that long. He he looks at Gedrin. Gedrin gives him a nod. He throws the throwing star, hits the head priestess in the chest, right in that that ornate you know raised decoration on the uh, on her armor. But there's no the the blades are so small, it would have hit that raised part. It wouldn't have hit her body at all. She falls out. <laughs> she falls. She falls out, and the amount of blood that they show coming from underneath that breastplate onto her uh, white robes is ridiculous. Oh, it's like food you know. coloring, man. The stuff just flows. And that's another thing I'll say early on. Spoiler alert: the fight choreography in this is horrible. Like, I mean, just just skipping ahead to like some of the fight. I mean. You know, these people who are supposed to be formidable opponents with a sword. I mean, they come in, they're just hacking, like, above their head, just, like, hacking with the sword. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're just cutting down, like, you know, sugarcane or something. Yeah. Yeah, it, it reminded when when Gedrin's forces stormed the, the priestess's, you know, temple there to get the talisman, it reminded me of that scene in Black Dynamite when all the whores are, are fighting and they're, they're just flaying their arms up and down like they're doing a fake karate. <laughs> it's exactly what it looked like. Cause it's all these women. I'm guessing probably, you know, stunt, stunt people, but they don't know how to fight with swords in, in any kind of, um, entertaining way that they're just hacking and slashing at each other. No, this is really bad, especially for a Conan movie. I mean, what the hell? Yeah. But so, so, so anyway, so they go ahead and they, they steal the talisman. Um, one one of the priestesses escapes, and incidentally, she's uh, Sonya's sister. And as she tries to escape, she goes out a zip line. She gets hit in the back with an arrow as she's going down the zip line. On the other end, because Conan sees the sees the sees the commotion in the distance, so he rides over and he catches her, and he tries to bring her to safety. And she tells her, "You have to find my sister." tells her who her sister is and tells her where to find her so we get to the next scene where uh you see a couple people uh sparring and of course you know, that's red sonia and just some guy i don't think he has a name they're in there sparring and she beats him in fencing beats him in the battle and then the master comes over and says you are the master of the master i was like <laughs> yeah great writing people what the fuck what does that even mean yeah, and now this, this this whole clan of, of fighters—they're all Asian. Yeah, except for her. You just this random redhead white girl. Yeah, yeah. Now, I don't know how she got. It's not explained. You don't know how she got here. You don't know what she's doing here. 
but she is the master of the master. Which and, doesn't make sense. Yeah, and he wants her to go choose a gift from the armory. Um, and she goes to, uh, well, I guess as they're on their way over there, uh, she's talking about, or they're talking, and she says how she doesn't trust men, everything, and the, and their master tells her, you know, hatred of men could be your downfall. And she says, well, I don't hate all men. And she kind of gives him a wink, and he's like, oh, man, you know, 30 years ago, that would have really meant something to me. Speaking of 30 yeah. years, you know, you ain't no spring chicken anymore. Why don't you get your ass in gear, stop hating men, and get, you know... And <laughs> she's like, well... <laughs> so, she goes over to the, uh, to, to the armory and she goes to choose a sword but the sword chooses her because it sings her name and starts going Sonia Sonia I'm like what bullshit and she picks the sword so that's how she gets her sword now yeah. now I just told you about how we set this up that she hates or doesn't trust men yet in comes Conan and she say, he says hey I have your sister you need to come with me so she doesn't even ask any questions she just leaves no questions asked with Conan I'm like yeah I thought she didn't trust men yeah, but no, she just up and leaves, you know, with Conan. Um, another thing I want to say is that uh, well, where where he takes her, he takes her like under this like idol of like some some animal. Looks like it's taking a squat. It's like a horse or something, wasn't it? Yeah, it looks like it's squatting down, taking you know, taking a dump. And the same thing about there's an idol over in that sparring uh, pit where they have the uh, you know, where she was training with that guy. There's a statue of like I don't know, it's supposed to be Buddha or something. But yeah, it's, it's, a giant statue with a uh, with with swords in his hand, and I was looking at it. I couldn't figure out if it was something that was put in post, or if they actually built a giant statue like that. Well, either you know? way, it looked like he was squatting down to take a dump, like right there on their on their sparring ring. They could have done a better job of that. Whether <laughs> it was in pre or post, yeah. So, so uh, Sonia goes to talk to her sister, who's dying, and she asks, like, what's your name? And he says, I'm Kalidor. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Kalidor. Yeah, I told you, Flo. You know what? And again, I told you guys, um, I saw this back in 91. <clears throat> it was about... Uh, you know, like I said, just under a third of the way through it, probably. So I didn't catch that exchange and I don't remember hearing I know they say his name at other points in the, in the movie but back then when I was like nine I didn't catch that so this whole time I'm thinking this is Conan you know because it's Arnold and he dressed like Conan he actually it's just Conan but it's Kalidor and I'm like well wait a minute but Conan is in the Red Sonia universe they're made by the same guy why isn't it Conan. Why is he exactly? Why is he Conan, but not Conan? Right. And you know, the, uh, we actually mentioned this Jay back in uh, episode sixteen. Where we're talking about the Saturday afternoon stuff. When I mentioned this movie being a, a staple of Saturday afternoons, and uh, we thought it was just because uh, movie rights. You know, different uh, different company owned the rights to Conan, and different company made Red Sonia, and they couldn't use it. But they still cast Arnold and made him as close to Conan as they possibly could but didn't use the name well uh, it actually goes beyond that so quick sidebar here people uh, Red Sonia uh, Robert E. Howard he's a, an author he's seen kind of as the uh, as the godfather like I guess his swords and sorcery 
genre. Yeah, he was a famous uh, pulp novel. Yes, uh, writer. Yes, so he created Red Sonia. He also created Conan. Uh, you would think that you know they'd be in the same universe, but actually they're not. Uh, Red Sonia, as uh, you know, it, it was a comic book character who created in 1974. You know, the original was 1934. So this is a whole 40 years later um, by someone named Roy Thomas. And uh, yeah, that was in the comics. And that was where she and Conan become in the same universe. The difference is the original Red Sonia, Sonia with a Y. This is Sonia with a J, like the movie. And so this Sonia with a J is set in the Conan universe. Yet, here's the problem. If they're in the same universe, then why isn't it? Well, uh, I've got this uh, piece of information that said that Arnold was tied into a multi-picture deal with Dino De Laurentiis, who also directed this, and that Dino's strong desire was to create another Conan feature given the financial success of the two previous films. He'd gone as far as pre-announcing that the next film would be based on a book called Conan the Conqueror. Dino De Laurentiis unfortunately faced two major obstacles, both of which related to his budget. The character rights for the Conan character were held by Universal, and De Laurentiis was evidently unable to secure them at a reasonable price. So, that's number one. Number two, Arnold's bargain basement salary meant that he couldn't be forced to work a full shooting schedule. Because, yeah, people, this is Arnold before he was Arnold. He was still kind of on his way up. So, you know, they, 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 they didn't have to pay, pay top dollar to, to cast him, but, you know, they couldn't force him to work a full shooting schedule. So that's why he just hops in every once in a while, which you'll see in this movie. But, uh, so, rather than simply abandon the whole project, De Laurentiis said he had what must have seemed a masterstroke. He managed to secure the rights to a much to a less well-known and much cheaper comic book property called Red Sonia. Sonia was still set in the Hyborian universe, which saved him from having to rethink the screenplay, and he wouldn't need Arnold to work full-time, since he would effectively become the co-star, rather than the star, even though he still got top billing. How, how's that go? But, uh, <laughs> as an added bonus, writers could simply rehash some existing Conan and Sonya books into the screenplay without having to worry about the rights issues. Unfortunately for De Laurentiis, script issues, rock bottom budget, and dire casting choices would ultimately produce what Arnold referred to as the worst film I've ever made. So there you go, everybody. Yeah. It's all no, he's ever made. <laughs> clear as mud, but uh, in specific, <laughs> Conan and Sonya will never meet in reality, of course, we can see that De Laurentiis used the Sonya character as a fig leaf for a Conan and all but name film. So they might as well just call this movie Conan, but not Conan. <laughs> Hashtag not my Conan. <laughs> hey, you know what? Speaking of Conan, you remember when uh when Jay Leno pulled the cock block? Uh, you know, because because Conan took over, he was a successor from the Tonight Show, and then Jay Leno decided yeah. a while later, oh no, I'm coming back. I want my show back. Um, right. I remember seeing articles uh, a while after that saying, "Hey, new new Conan on TBS." Now looked at that, I saw it like, hey, but see, I didn't realize, you know, that he would have a talk show on TBS. I'm like, what new Conan? What? <laughs> and of course, it wasn't. But then there was a new Conan starring uh, Jason Momoa, who's uh, the new Aquaman and Kyle Drogo, of course. And uh, that actually was a box office bomb. But I saw it on Netflix. It actually, wasn't. I didn't think it was bad, but I mean, it's just a dumb action movie, you know? Yeah, it wasn't horrible. Yeah, but it made no, nobody saw it. <laughs> that was the problem. And you know what is funny? I mean, we should probably, I probably save this for the end, but 
Um, I'll say it anyway. Um, Rose McGowan. Oh yeah, was because um, uh, Robert Rodriguez has been trying to get a Red Sonia movie off the ground since like 2008. Really, he had he had Rose McGowan pegged. She she was gonna play Red Sonia. Somewhere along the line, the deal fell through, and she dropped out of playing Red Sonia so she could play that witch thing in that new Conan reboot. <laughs> So yet again, where Conan and Red Sonia just screwed each other over. Yeah, just, basic. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. But even though, I mean, I'm glad it happened. I mean, Rose McGowan can't be Red Sonia. Look, and this is a bad movie. I mean, spoiler alert, everybody. But the reason why that character works, why Bridget Nielsen, even though I don't, I, I wouldn't call her an awesome actress. The reason why she works is because she's believable. She's 10 feet tall. I mean, yeah, I believe she could kick my ass. You know, Rose McGowan, not so much. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. But uh, anyway, folks, so yeah, that's the deal. So Calador, but I'm not going to call him that. He's just not Conan. So not Conan is, uh, it, you know, explains that, uh, you know, he came to help and she's like, I don't need a man's help. Get, get the fuck away from me. So he leaves. And meanwhile, she takes her sister's body and gives her the honorable burial, burns it. Uh, lightning storms happening in the distance. And she says, someone's using the talisman. Now, I don't know how she knows that. I mean, to me, it just looks like a badly drawn storm, you know, because, again, we get this cartoon drawings on the film of a, a, a storm over this over the city. But, uh, yeah, she assumes it's the talisman. So they ride closer to check it out. And then uh, that's where we meet uh, Jay's favorite actor, Ernie Reyes. And he shows up. He's, you know, in his, all his 10-year-old glory. And uh, that is why when I said people when i saw when i know i saw this in, in 80 in 91 it's because uh back when that was it was like right on the heels of uh secret of views teenage mutant ninja turtles 2 is uh you know that's when ernie reyes was in there as kino and when we saw this on tv i'm like hey that's kino and like it was literally like a couple months after that came out so that's how i know i saw this for the first time in 91 but uh anyway so 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 Ernie Reyes, he's on a, I guess a hand of what looked like a, a destroyed statue that's balancing over a pit of boiling mud. Why there's mud boiling right there? I don't know. But his 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 protector by the name of uh, Falcon, which we learn, is trying is is you know balancing the hand, trying to keep him from falling in. Meanwhile, Ernie Reyes is giving him an earful the whole time. He's just berating, just just just. I mean. If this was made a little bit later, like in the nineties, he probably would have been cursing them out. I mean, he's really just, 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 just being a dick to, to, to this, uh, to protector of his. But, uh, yeah. So they, they come in and they find out, uh, and, and like, hey, you know, I'll help you out. So Sonya comes in and helps him out. So I'll rotate the hand back around and get him free. So we, uh, get his name. His name is Prince Tarn. Tarn. Uh, you, you got any idea what origin that name might be? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. This is, seems to me like this is just some 80s shit where, you know, Asia was just totally, completely foreign to everybody. And they, or, uh, Asian's name works, so they just made up, I don't know, call him Tarn. Yeah, or they, they pulled it out of the, the original comics. But if that's the case, 
Well, I, well, I take that back. I don't know. Because, um, you know, a lot of those, those books seem to have a lot of Asian influences, if you ask me. Yeah, so I don't know what's going on there. But, uh, yeah, so he gives, he, he gives her a piece of gold as a reward. She refuses the reward. You know, says I don't need it. Uh, he's like, what happened here? And she's like, uh, yeah, my, uh, my army ran away from Gedrin and she destroyed my kingdom, but I refuse to surrender. So meanwhile, he's just like destroyed buildings, talking about what he refused to surrender. Meanwhile, he's then he had a kingdom. It didn't look much of a kingdom to me, at least not after that. So, I mean, the no, fact it, it's case of, of the bad sets, kind of like a Beastmaster. Yeah, it really is. You know, you would think it was, it, it's kind of like, like, just this little tiny ass uh, village with this little stone building that's your your palace, so to speak. He's just standing there on this throne, you know, this, this destroyed throne, sitting there like he's still proud to have something. I don't know this kid. And even Sonya tells Falcon to say, you need to put him over your knee and beat some matters into him. <laughs> like, for real. So, uh, they're trying to figure out how to get to the next place. I forget whatever the hell it is because, you know, all these places have stupid names that I could barely even pronounce. You, I don't even know what they're saying when they say them. But uh, he tells him, "Well, there's a there's a there's a guy by the name of Brightag has a toll road. Yeah, you can go through there. That's that's quicker. So, okay, I'll take the toll road. But is it? Well, uh, she gets there, and of course it's locked up. So she's like, "Hey, Brightag, open the toll road or open 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 the door. I need to get to open the gate. I need to get through." He's like, "Yeah, not so fast, tits. Get over here where I can see you." And she's like, walks in, and then she's like, uh, how much is it going to cost to come in? He's like, money. Uh, why don't you just bend over and let me see what you're worth? And so she's like, well, okay, well, why don't I just kill you? How about that? So he's like, kill me. What, a woman? No, you know, no man has ever been trying to, try to kill me, and or no man has ever survived against me, and the one who has, he has no legs. But, of course, they go into a fight. She's like, well, if I kill you, will your warriors let me go through? And of course he laughs her off and they go in a fight and again these terrible fight scenes like he's supposed to be so tough but he's just hacking the sword around like a crazy bastard yeah and and before we go any further let's talk about these costumes <laughs> he, he has his own little group of knights and I swear they look like they they were in like a Mardi Gras um <laughs> float because they, they all look like they're wearing giant seahorse um helmets yeah, the, the, the giant brown seahorses is what it looks like which, which is weird because this whole gate and you know toll road is in the middle of nowhere it's not yeah. near any water at all yeah so I don't know what he's blocking the way to I mean it seems like me they could just gone around it but but no yeah but and anyway, a fight starts. Yeah, and I've actually got it. It's actually on my screen right now. I've got it uh, playing in the background. Yeah, so like the fight happens, and you know, uh, like I said, he's just hacking around, whatever, and you know, he doesn't seem like he's adept at all with a sword. And uh, of course, she fights him off and uh, ends up stabbing him right through the chest, kills him. And of course, the warriors they don't keep they don't keep their word, so they all swarm in on her. But here comes Conan. And he comes yeah. in and he saves her bacon. Yeah, he uh, he he sa- saves him or her rather. Um, 
and then they, they both ride their horses down to the gate. She unlocks the gate. Conan decides to close the gate and says, no, I will stay here and, and uh, hold them off for you. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's basically so, you know, Conan is gone for a good third of the movie then. Yeah, again, because he's bargain basement. Whatever, whatever, whatever they paid him, you know, it wasn't worth him staying into the next scene. So he disappears. Yeah. So she rides presumably all night. Yeah, because by the next morning, all of a sudden, here's Prince Tarn again. Now, I thought she'd ridden away from his city, but somehow he's right there in this forest where they're at. Well, cause, because she said, said that she was going after Gedrin, and then the prince and, and uh, Falcon said, said that they were going to go too, but they were going to take the long route. But yeah, oh how, yeah, right. how long is this route if they got... They got there before her. They got there first and had a campfire and everything else going. Because um, when she rides up, he is is getting the rack treat treatment. His legs are tied to a tree, and then two horses are pulling his arms mm-hmm. you know, and stretching him out. And then, uh, and then um, um, this the the bandit leader MC medieval because he got his his hat this little medieval hat but it looks like it's turned to the side he's got these big gold chains <laughs> he's, he's like you know give me your gold and blah 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 and Red Sonya comes in and saves the day um and then yeah uh, and then after all that happens then Falcon all of a sudden he appears where the fuck was he and throws throws a dagger from the bushes and then he starts attacking people with this bone club he has and then <laughs> And then all of a sudden, now that Tarn is free, now he goes on and whips out all this karate. Now, where was all that karate when you got captured the first time, you little shit? But, uh, yeah, he fights off some guys, and then uh, they all go away. And even Sonya asks him, like, you know, why'd you leave him here? Where were you? And he says, well, I went hunting. He went to go get some food, but she's uh, like, well, why didn't you go with him? And he goes, I don't care for hunting. Yeah, so if they had time to stop make camp uh, Falcon can go hunting then that long way, way around must not be that long well on top of that Tar- or uh, Falcon also didn't bring any food back so he must not be that damn good at hunting yeah. either because he had nothing right. on him yeah uh, yeah but then we get um, uh, next they, they are camping again and um Sonya's asleep, but she wakes up and hears uh, Prince Tarn. Well, doing... well, well. Before we get there, we get a cut back to uh, to uh, Gedrin in her fortress, and they've got the talisman back in the fortress now. She says, "Let's take it to the Chamber of Lights." So they go to the Chamber of Lights, and it's just a room full of fucking candles. Yeah, that's your, cha- <laughs> your Chamber of Lights. Oh yeah, because that's when. Um... They, they take it to the chamber they go back to her throne room and then like her court wizard says intruders are coming yes and so he he goes to uh, give them a vision of it on their little magic glass or whatever it is and the first and, thing he conjures up a topless dancer yeah like he, <laughs> and again that was not in the TV version I don't remember any of that being in there it's like it 
it's like in a movie, a, a modern day movie. They they say pull up the security feed, and then you see that the cop was watching porn instead of you know watching, um, you know the bank vault or whatever. Yeah, what 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 I've seen in space balls where the lights go out and then it comes back on and that the one guy has his face buried in some chick's bosom. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening here, and they're just like all rolling their eyes like. But then he finally gets it right. He gets it off the screen, and then here comes. Uh, so they start seeing where, uh, you know, where where Sonya Falcon and uh, Ernie Reyes are. Yeah, so that's where you were about to say something about that because that's the camp they were at. Yeah, and and uh, he is is uh, practicing with the sword and trying to fight and stuff. And he, Ernie Reyes Jr., must study the same discipline that uh, that Jason David Frank, Tommy the the Green Ranger, <laughs> studies because they make the the exact same sounds when they fight. That su- 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 ah. yeah, you know. you know what? That's another thing. I will say that you know, as someone who studied. Uh, 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 karate and Tai Chi for a long time. You know his key eyes are horrible. All he does is go ayah 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 like all the time. That's exactly what they That's do in the Power Rangers. What what uh, what uh, what what Jason David Frank does in Power Rangers. Yeah. Same exact uh, sounds. His, <laughs> it, it just had me laughing. But yeah. then when he says, you know, I'll teach you to to, or she says, there's a difference between fencing and fighting and I'll teach you both yeah so so then the, the next day comes and um, well Gedrin has said um, let's use the talisman and, and lead them into a trap yeah lead them and, to the killing machine or something like yes, that the killing machine and I'm like what killing machine but anyway, so so the so next morning comes. No, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention the part where before they get to that camp, they're trying to cross this bone bridge. It's like made by like this giant dead fish thing. And uh, Sonya walks over to see it is secure, and you know it is. So they walk ahead, and uh, and you know Tarn is still being a little shit. So she actually grabs him up and actually puts him over her knee. She's about to about about to just whoop this kid, but. You know, Falcon being a loyal protectorate, he tells her, no, if you're going to hit somebody, hit me. And she's like, yeah, see, Falcon's a real man. He believes in self-sacrifice. You know, fuck you, you little dumb shit. So he pushes him off, and he's like... (laughs) What'd you say? I said, but but she doesn't like men. Yeah, exactly. You know, again, see, this is... is A lot of the mixed messages they send in here, you know, this movie's supposed to be... I mean, it seems like... It seems like, okay, you know, obviously you you got a strong female lead... You've got these messages about you know how she doesn't need or trust men. It seems like it's supposed to be very empowering for women, but it seems the further it goes along, you know, the, the, the you know the more counterproductive to that message it go, it, it becomes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. So anyway, so they wake up the next morning, and uh, Ernie Reyes is gone, and they don't know where he is. So we got to find him, and you see him. He's in another room. Where there's a bunch of water and there's a pearl sitting in this little uh it's like the statue of like a dragon or something something with a mouth you know where the pearl is and he wants it because he's like you know i could take this i could rebuild my kingdom and i can buy an army and blah 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 and 
Falcon finds him and he tells him, he's like, no, no, that could belong to somebody. He's like, yes, it belongs to me and I want it. Get it. And so he starts to try to, you know, trying to pry it out of there. And, uh, you know, nothing happens. So he starts using his dagger and everything, trying to pry it open. And he finally grabs it. It, it, it finally uh, gets loose and he pulls it, but he loses it in the water. But then right after he does that, this freaking like this, this monster comes up out of the water and it looks like I, I, I don't know, just some kind of weird ass like sea monster thing. And so they go to escape and the water starts filling up even higher. But uh, they climb up and this monster, they can't get back to the steps to get out of there because the monster is circling them. So, uh, Sonya pulls out her blade. She takes a swipe at it, does nothing. Uh, Ernie Reyes takes his blade. He takes a swipe at it and it makes this clanking sound. I'm like, who, now who did the Foley work on this? Because, like, you know, you, you just took a swipe at a monster. We're getting, we're getting like metallic sounds, you know, that, that doesn't make any sense. And then all of a sudden, here comes not Conan. Where'd he come from? I don't know. But there he is. He comes in to save the day and he jumps in. He jumps in and starts wrestling with this thing like he's wrestling an alligator. He's all underwater. And thing comes up. He grabs a breath. He goes back underwater with it again. And he's like tussling around with it. He's tussling around. And he comes back up and says, I can't kill it. It's a machine. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. 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 You do not get to do that in this movie. No. This is not He-Man. Nowhere in this movie's fictional universe did they ever explain that science or the technology and magic are one and the same so no you don't get to just give me a robot in the middle of this and it's an ugly robot too i tell you what and uh, you know what and that's what i believe i believe that thing was actually just supposed to be a monster of some sort but it looks so fake that they <laughs> did a rewrite at the end to say it's a machine because they couldn't pass it off as being anything real yeah, I guess so. That's the only I thing know. I can think about it because that it, no, they've never said anything about there being machines of any sort in this in, in this universe, and, and and here it is. So they start. Uh, so, so so then, uh, he, uh, not Conan gets this bright idea to try and like rip its eyes out. So they try to go, and meanwhile, Sonya is sitting over there on the side, not doing shit. I'm like, you know what? You're the tough one. Get in there and help him out. What the, what are you doing? You know. But of course, you know, uh, it, not until he finally says, "Hey, give me a hand," that she does. She does anything. So they finally they rip the eyes out of this thing, and then it just starts flailing around again, like it's a living thing. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know how, how that was supposed to make it better. No, no, it was retarded. They made it blind. They, they made it blind so it couldn't see them. But now it's it's thrashing around all over this this room yeah if anybody gets too close I know, I that thing's out of control it's gonna rip it in half it's gonna rip the your, your body in half but no they still get out they get ready. so so after this they end up in a forest somewhere resting set up camp and uh not conan is telling red sonia that uh, about the talisman she's asking why you followed me he's like oh well, uh i i followed you because uh, i came to help you and because that the the talisman is, is entrusted to the priestesses. That's that's why only the women can touch. Now that's something else too. That only comes into play in that scene where you saw the man touching, and he disappears, but the women picks it up and then do it. But that doesn't come to play in anywhere else in it. So why is that even in here? I don't know. It's just, it just didn't make any sense. It's just, but whatever. But he said, but it is up to the high lord to to destroy it. It is my duty. He's like, oh, so you're the high lord. He's like, yes, I am the high lord. So I was coming to the temple to see the talisman destroyed. And then now this all this shit happened, and so 
He's like, so that's why I followed you. And he's like, oh, I thought you had another reason. He's like, I did. And he just rams his tongue down her throat like Madonna did to Drake. Yeah, or, or like Dar did to, uh, to what's your name? <laughs> just grabs him and starts making out. Yeah, she pushes him off and says, no, no man may have me unless he's beat me in a fair fight. And so, you see, not Conan just kind of let that sink in for a second. So he takes off his cloak and that bandage that she put on his wound just falls right off. He draws a yeah. sword. <laughs> Did you catch that? And yeah, so, I caught that too. And so, yeah, he had gotten cut, sliced up, you know, in the fight with the robot sea monster thing. And so he takes off the cloak and that bandage just, just, just falls right off on the ground. He's like, a fuck anymore. He draws a sword on Sonya, who's on the gr- laying on the ground. Like she's about to take a nap. And he says, So, no man can have you unless he has tried to kill you. That sounds really weird, Sonya. That's kind of like what happened to you in the opening credits. Do you not remember that? But okay, <laughs> I'm going to take my chance. So he pulls out her sword. So then they go in and they start they, they start sword fighting. And they're going back parrying and, and blocking and, and, you know, the whole nine. Just really bad, bad sword choreography. Um, Conan, or excuse me, not Conan, is better than this in Conan. But, you know, because Bridget Nielsen doesn't know how to use a sword, he's got to, you know... He, he, he's got to dumb his skills down a little bit, so to speak. But so what's going on? Uh, Ernie Reyes wakes up, and so that he jumps on uh, on not Conan's back and starts doing the aya 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 on his back. And Arnold picks him up like he's about to choke slam him. And they're like, "What's going yeah. on?" Yeah, he's like, "We're just we're just practicing, just practicing." And then he growls at him like, "Get out of here, you cock blocking son of a bitch!" Slen Slen Tarn leaves, and he goes over. So then. Tarn or Ernie Reyes, whatever you want to call it, man. I don't know. But he's sitting there. He's watching it. He's just looking at him. And they're still going at it. And apparently this fight has been going on for a while. You see them start getting tired and it's gotten darker on the set and everything. And they're still yeah, going they at it. Really the sword. <laughs> they're still going at it. And he goes, why does she fight so hard? She knows she wants to get fucked. I mean, just let him have it already. But, you know, so, so then we cut to uh, Gedrin's mountain, or you know her mountain fortress. They're trying to get over there. They got the stone doorway. It looks like you know, you, you know. Okay, when you have a, a, a fortress in a mountain or on top of a mountain, you know the way in generally is kind of tough to reach and it's hard to find. You know, that's, I guess that's the kind of the whole point of putting it there. But no, the doorway to get in looks like a big ass target. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they get there, and they said. Uh, and, 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 and Sonya says uh, three of us need to go in there but one person should stand guard in case anybody uh, wants to in, in case anybody comes and Falcon immediately says oh I don't know I, I, I don't know what's coming around that corner I'm, go, I'm going up I'm like yeah. you that ass is climbing up a, a what okay sure I sure I believe that guy and then Sonya's like and I have to go because I only I can touch the talisman and not Conan says, I'll take my chances in there. And so Ernie Reyes says, I will stand guard. You know, as so we had a choice at that point, you know, we act like he volunteered. But so they stand there. So everybody else, they start climbing up just the sheer rock surface. They climb up just just no climbing gear, no ropes, no nothing. There's no harnesses, just climbing up the sheer rock surface into what looks like a sewer pipe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they just 
it's a rock surface. It just got this pipe there. So I mean, yeah, this, yeah good job hiding your uh, hiding any shit there. And plus, on top of that, since when do these places have have plumbing or, or aqueducts or anything? But okay, I'll I'll I'll, I'll buy it for now. Shit's gotta go somewhere. I guess so. <laughs> so they climb up. So they go into the sewer pipe, and they get in, and then Falcon says, "Tomorrow I'm going to start my diet." Like, <laughs> just climbed up a sheer rock surface. This is the part you complain about. <laughs> the fuck out of here! I'm surprised you even got up here. You should have been standing. Yeah, I'm put it. Wait, wait, whatever, Falcon. So they get inside. They get it. So so they get inside the fortress, and they cut the way to the throne room again. And shit is falling everywhere. Like this talisman is no good. You're not supposed to have this thing. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, they don't really explain what evil it's going to cause, but it's something you don't want because this fortress is collapsing around her, and the queen is still rambling on about taking the world. Mm-hmm. And her main guard has said, "World? What world are you talking about? There'll be nothing left. I'm getting out of here." And he leaves because he's not crazy. He doesn't want to be buried under rubble just because the queen still wants this talisman. So, a bunch of guards cutting back to where uh, to Red Sonia and her and her party. They're all fighting up these guards, and then once that happens, Falcon falls down into a chute and ends up in the dining hall. And of course, you know it's that guy, so he's got to make the big. He's got to make the fat joke. He breaks the table, picks up a big, I don't know, roast smoked turkey legs. So, mm, this is good food around here. And then goes into the fight. And then Nut Conan he follows, he finds his way in there and he jumps in, and they all fight everybody off. So then, the stone doorway opens, and Ernie Reyes goes in, and he sees the main guard right there who was leaving, and he kind of does like a threat dance with the sword, like, you know, uh, hey, you're the one who destroyed my kingdom, and you have my gold, and he cut the bag in half, all the gold goes everywhere, but then, uh, so the guard, he really just wants to just walk past him and just leave him be, but Ernie Reyes won't let him, so they start fighting. And uh, actually, Ernie Reyes kind of kind of got in his ass a little bit. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, the first badass thing he's done this whole time. But uh, he made a stupid move, being arrogant, almost got himself killed. But then he rebounds and kicks the guard into the uh, the stone doorway as it's closing, and he just gets crushed under the under the weight of this doorway. And you just see Ernie Reyes cringe, like, "Oh, I didn't need that in my life." Yeah, that dude can't catch a break. His face melted in uh, <laughs> in Raiders of the Lost Ark. He gets squished in this movie. <laughs> I read, goddamn. So, so, so we get back to the throne room, and and uh, Sonia's looking for lo- looking for Gedrin. She's yelling out trying to find Gedrin, and Gedrin tells her, "We could have ruled the world together." Again, as, as queen and queen and queen. I mean, is that what is, is that what we're implying here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And Sonia's like, you know, whatever. You're you're crazy, and you killed my family. Uh, you know, you burned my town. You're you're you're, you're fucked up, and I don't want anything to do with you. So they start fighting, but then, uh, but Gedrin all of a sudden she can teleport. And where that came from, I don't know, but it's really bad. No, it, it was it was a trick from the wizard. He was oh yeah using that screen to make make her go all over the place. Right, right, right. I forgot the wizard is over. He's got a he's got this lab of all these like smoking uh, all, all these like green and blue liquids and stuff like that. All this all the stuff you would see in, like a mad scientist laboratory in in, one, in in a bad movie. Like 
he's, he's got that going on. And he's over there just like doing shit from like a desk over there. So yeah, he's making Gedrin teleport and just these weird jump cut effects going like all over the place. Just, just, you know, it looks terrible. But so she, she, she teleports to the top of some steps. So Sonia runs up the steps after her, takes another swipe and she disappears. And she's like, like, like she's confused. Like you saw her teleport the first time. Why did you follow her all the way up there this time? Yeah. But, so yeah, so yeah, then yeah. She takes her sword instead of putting it in her sheath or something. She, she's <laughs> holding it, you know, by by the uh, handle, the hilt in one hand. The other hand, she grabs the blade with the blade, and she does this front flip off of this off of this uh, <laughs> ledge. Back down to the floor. Yeah, two stories down, you know. Uh, that hand's getting cut wide open, or if not, oh, yeah. locked off. Yeah, that hand is gone. <laughs> Her but, fingers, uh, if nothing else. Yeah, so Gedrin's down. So she approaches Gedrin, and all of a sudden, she gets a she gets a slice on her leg from nowhere. She's like, ow, what is that? And then she gets a slice on her arm from nowhere, and she realizes it's the wizard doing, like, voodoo stuff from a distance. So she turns around and charges the wizard and mops his head off. But... The wizard, like, before she got that close, why didn't he just do something before she got there? I don't know. Or instead of, like, you know, doing so playful, cutting her arm and cutting her leg, why did he cut her head off? Movie over. Who the fuck knows? But then she she gets up to him, and she cuts his head off. Yeah, just locks his shit right off. But the head doesn't go off in any kind of realistic way. The head... She cuts, and the head goes up in the air about two feet and then tumbles back down. <laughs> like, like like she cut it and threw it in the air and then let it fall to the ground. <laughs> so 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 Wizard's gone. So now Gedrin can't teleport. So now she's got to fight Honest. So they go on fighting and stuff is caving in everywhere. Floor is splitting up. They take the fight back to the Chamber of Lights, a.k.a. the Candle Room. And it's just, 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 just shit. Is all, I mean, this place is terrible, man? They're, they're all gonna die. But they take the fight in there, and uh, Sonya beats Gedrin. She knocks her into the lava, you know, because the floor split open. There's lava under there naturally. She knocks her into the lava, wily coyote, coyote style, like you see, like Looney Tunes. Like you see the camera pan down, you see her fall back, like ah, she falls into the lava. But of course, the camera pans away before you see her hit. Right. And then Sonya picks up the talisman tosses it in the lava right after that now stop right there what the hell was not Conan talking about earlier when he said that it's his responsibility to do that and that's why he followed her and he was headed there to the temple to destroy it himself because he had to right right so what the fuck just happened there because she did it so what's not Conan even here for I have no idea it, see this is what I'm talking about this is stuff to do with a they explain stuff but then they don't follow through with it they don't commit to it at all so now they need to escape because again this 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 this, this fortress is falling apart now the damage is already done i mean the talisman is gone but this fortress is not long for this world it's, it's gonna implode and everything is just just falling apart around them so they got this gate where you know to get in and out of the chamber of lights and uh they need falcon and uh and not conan to hold the door up so that she can get out uh, uh, Ernie Reyes slides under easily because he's a little guy. 
Sonia gets on there because she's like, ah, let's do up some more. I can't move. Like, they're easily what they're doing. What they're trying to say is, you know, her, her boobs are stuck while she's laying on the ground and she can't get under because her boobs are too big. So they lift it up some more and she slides under. So they go to make the escape. They go to the exit of the doorway and it's about to cave. It, it, like this, this doorway, <laughs> it's about to cave in. Like you see this wooden frame of the doorway about to crack. So that not Conan goes over there and he puts his back and his shoulders up against it. To let everybody get out before, you know, and he holds up for everybody to get out. So out goes Ernie Reyes, out goes Red Sonia, out goes uh, Falcon. And then you see uh, not Conan, he's like, uh, uh, he lets go. And then everything caves in behind him. Except no, it doesn't. It's still wide open. It's still wide open. <laughs> so they could just let it fall anyway and just walk over it. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was just a whole waste of time for nothing. So then. They try to open the stone target door, uh, and they can't because something's stuck in there. And Ernie Reyes remembers, oh yeah, I stuck that guy's sword in there. So he slide, he goes back in, and like, wait, 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 come back! But he goes in, and everything caves in under over him, so he's stuck inside. And so he goes back in to pull the sword, and the door opens, and oh, uh, there's the crushed remains of the guard. Except no, they're not there. Basically, he's gone. Yeah, there was no sign of him at all. <laughs> Which is so should have been. There should have been, God, what happened here? He's like, yeah, you see my work. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so he's still stuck inside while everybody else has escaped. So um, he tells them to go save themselves. And I guess that was supposed to be his moment of uh, of maturity. But uh, nope, they, 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 they start clearing out the rubble. And they pull him back out just in the nick of time. And they all take off running. And the fortress is imploding. It's falling apart. It's just blowing up everywhere. And then there's this big fire, like a blowtorch from the ground. just explodes like fires up in the sky. And the yeah. fortress is gone. The fortress is gone. They take a look back, and there's, like, rocks and debris flying. So they run some more. Like, nope, we're getting the hell out of here. So they run for it. They finally get far enough away. And, uh, so, uh, while we're there... Uh, 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 Tarn, Ernie Reyes, and, and uh, and, and Falcon. They talk about how they're gonna go back to try to rebuild their kingdom. They tell him, yeah, you know, you've done a good job here. Uh, be well. You'll be a fine king someday. And then he tells them, in fact, you shouldn't, you you, you shouldn't take a queen who can't beat you in a fair fight. So he like, wink, wink, nod, nod. And so he brings that back up, the whole fair fight thing. So that's a good idea. So they draw their swords, they start they start fighting again. And then they just say fuck it and they just start making out. Yeah. So then Ernie Reyes and Falcon is like, uh, let it be. They ride off credits. This is a horrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm um all kinds of pissed off and angry that to watch it <laughs> because the acting Bridget Nielsen can't act no, not can't. Out of a paper bag got, that's why she hasn't gotten very much work I've noticed Ernie Reyes Jr I don't know if this was his first movie but he can't act Conan is phoning it in because you know he really doesn't need to be there I don't think he wants to be there well, he can't be there because he's not getting paid enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a bad movie. All around. 
Yeah, this is a bad. This is, this is a horrible movie, everybody. I never said it was good. I just said I love it <laughs> because again, it's just one of those things where it was on all the time. Uh, we didn't have cable back then. It was just you know, and actually at that age, I don't think I'd seen a whole Conan movie anyway. Or too much fantasy stuff. I really wasn't into fantasy like that anyway. Um, but I don't know. This was on all the time. We watched it. We I don't know. It was just it was just always on. And then when I got older, it was on again. It was just came just a nostalgia thing, you know. Uh, you know, if, uh, by the time I moved out of the house, you know, if I caught it on TV, I would always call or uh, text, you know, my siblings, say like, "Hey, man, guess what I just saw? Red Sonia." And everybody's like, "Oh shit, man! Remember we used to watch that every time? You know, you know, we used to see that like several times a year." Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, it became like you said with Beastmaster. It's one of those, one of those uh, Saturday Sunday hangover flicks, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and you know, and on top of that, it's a ninety, mi- just under ninety minutes. So, not a whole lot of bloat here. They just get right to it, right through it, and done. Yeah, they do yeah. something. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was Red Sonia. Yeah, and that that uh, brings brings a sweet fantasy month to a to a close. <laughs> I will say this: Red Sony is no Beastmaster, and that's for damn sure. Yeah, well, that's for the best because no, no, Red Sony sucks. They both suck. Beastmaster, like, uh, Beastmaster, like I said, you know, Beastmaster could it could have done with some uh, about forty minutes worth of editing. When I say editing, I say cutting room floor. Yeah, that's true. You know, maybe if it were ninety minutes, maybe I would like it more. But it just goes on for too long. But I, I think the main question here, you know, between these two movies, Beastmaster and Red Sonia, the main question that we need to to uh, talk about and get answered here: Why is that clown tied to a flagpole in the fantasy <laughs> video? You Why? Know, I searched. I could find no more information about it. People out there, if you know anything about this. If you have any insight into why there's a clown tied to a to, to a pole in a, in a song of, of of that nature or any sort really, but I mean in a video like that, I mean it doesn't make any sense. No, but seriously, why is he tied to the flagpole? <laughs> I don't know. And the only person that acknowledges him is ODB. He just kind of looks at him for a second and then looks away. Why is he tied to the flagpole? I think ODB doesn't actually even realize where he's at. I think he might have been. He saw what he saw. Like, oh yeah, that's that shit. You know, some good shit I had before the well, session. I mean, the the one Wikipedia entry I read said that that ODB was the clown, but it couldn't be because they were in the shot together. So uh, someone else was in the clown. <laughs> Because it, it was not any kind of fancy green screen editing there. I, you can tell. Who is he? Why is he there? What? It, is it a symbol for something? Does it, 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 does it symbolize innocence lost or a loss of <laughs> laughter and happiness? What? You, I mean, I... Your guess is as good as mine. I mean, maybe you're onto something with that, but I mean, I couldn't tell you. What? Please. You know, another question I have, you know, what, what, something, you know, that kind of, that kind of stuck out to me when looking at 
Bridget Nielsen's body of work and some interesting things that happened over the course of her life or career or whatever. You think maybe that's why she she got drawn to Flavor Flav is because when uh well first of all he had the Viking helmet which maybe conjured up the yeah, you know just made her remember like the barbarians and shit from her first movie role. But also if you remember like you know a whole thing about not letting any man have her red and beating her in a fair fight. You remember there's one point she wanted to move or do something and she stood up over him. And of course again she's ten feet tall and Flavor Flav is like five foot four and skinny. And she stood up over his head and told him, like, you know, you know, move or whatever she told him to do. And he just smacked her in the face. And then next, oh, yeah. and the next thing you know, they're in the hot tub rubbing themselves on each other. So I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe Flay reminded her of, of Red Sonia. Yeah, he back in her better her days. Beat her in a fight. I mean, she didn't fight back. You know, just like Ernie yeah. Ray said, hey, maybe why is she fighting somebody? She, you know, she wants it. <laughs> oh, it's just another one of life's mysteries yeah alright well that, like we said folks that's gonna wrap up that's gonna, that's gonna wrap up the sweet fantasy month mini block had fun doing that uh, regardless mm-hmm. of how much these master piss me off um, we will uh, we got you know some more stuff coming up for the summer you know uh already got our films picked and Jay uh, once we get off this I forgot I gotta tell you something <laughs> of this as far as that goes but okay. uh, yeah alright but uh, yeah you guys know where to find us uh, com, facebook.com slash nojibbajabafm we are at Pod on twitter I am at illrockski Jay is at jru78 uh, instagram we are uh, nojibbajabafm uh, youtube uh, we got any more YouTube content up there yet? Yeah, actually, we are. I actually, by the time this is out, it'll already be up there. But we will have a uh, um, Loot Crate unboxing video. I haven't done one of those in a while, but um, it was serendipity that this month, April, was Fantasy Month. Well, there it is, man. How, so, I mean, this, this how 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 does it happen? I I don't know. I don't know. Our, our our spiritual advisors looking out for us, I guess. It must be, must be, because this is too too coincidental. Yeah. So um, that is on the YouTube channel right now. Yes, which of course is uh, No Jibba Jab FM. Yeah, yeah, and uh, also don't don't forget to uh, to look us up on iTunes and give us a review. Yes, iTunes, Stitcher. Yeah, both spots. We haven't talked about that in a minute, you know. Honestly, because I myself haven't even thought about that. But yeah, definitely. Yeah, and, and if you ever want to uh, to talk to us, you know, our our email address is deathcakespod at gmail dot com. Yes, yeah. You want to send it old fashioned email, good old mailbag. We're right there. You know, it it's sad that uh, email is now considered old fashioned. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I can't remember the last time I wrote an email. Yeah, that's true. But well, no, I, I do it for work all the time, so. Yeah. But anyway, till next time, folks. See, See ya. We know, 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 we